The mother of God appeared to one of the monks and said that as long as the dove remained on the cross, the city would be protected. During World War II, Novgorod was occupied by Nazi Germany. Many monuments, including the Cathedral of St. Sophia, were devastated. The gilded cover of the dome was used to make souvenirs. The cross of the central dome was taken to Spain and not returned until 2004. Southern Facade On the southern facade, one can see how the ceiling of the gallery and of the main body of the temple provide the transition from the wall to the five-dome composition. The rhythm and shape of the rounded gables, similar to the outlines of the domes, underlined by a sawtooth brick course, prepare you to appreciate the dome composition. The wall itself is divided into vertical sections by means of projecting pilaster strips, corresponding to the internal pillars of the temple, and creating a clear rhythmic pattern of the façade. The windows are arranged in rows. The central section has two windows instead of one, and this will become almost standard in the building of the subsequent Novgorod churches. In the 17th century, all the façades, excluding the eastern one, were provided with portals framed by stepped-blind arches and large windows with embossed frames. The square at the southern façade was the place where the Novgorodians assembled to solve public affairs, such as the election of the most important officials, discussion of war and peace problems, and so on. It was the gathering point for the princely army of Alexander Nevsky. Eastern Facade The eastern facade is seen from the Volkov River and the trade side, one of the main districts of the city, so it is the visible image of the entire city. Three high apses and the domes which are their visual continuation, are fused into a single whole. On the central, significantly projecting, five-side apse, there are vertical bars made of molded bricks and stretching from the top to the middle of the lower row of windows. This group of apses is complemented by lower altar projections of side chapels, resulting in a lively and expressive composition. Later, two more small annexes were built. Thanks to archaeological investigations, we can imagine the exterior of the temple before its plastering in 1156. Because of the pinkish mortar and smoothed-out surface, a rough masonry looked bright and magnificent, compensating for the massive forms of the church. Due to the bevels around the stone, a decorative painting imitating the masonry, and a neat radial masonry of arched openings, the building was filled with movement. Its lively rhythm neutralized the cool aloofness of the stone and inspired an amazing feeling of the perfection of handmade work. Nowadays, the cathedral looks rather sober and aloof, but in old times it appeared open-hearted and joyful. Western Facade Magdeburg Gates The western facade overlooks a large Episcopal yard, a closed, and in the past even isolated, area of the residence of Novgorod princes. Above the Porto, there are several damaged fresco compositions, dating back to the beginning of the 16th century. These include the images of the Trinity of Sophia, the Wisdom of God, and the Savior not made by hands, which were quite understandable for people of the Middle Ages, and highlighted the special significance of the temple dedication. In the Byzantine tradition, a temple is the earthly embodiment of the Kingdom of Heaven, and its door is a symbolic border between the earthly and heavenly worlds. Since the middle of the 16th century, this role in the Cathedral of St. Sophia has been played by the gates made in Magdeburg in 1152 through 1154.
They are 3.6 meters high and 2.4 meters wide. The gates have two massive oak leaves covered with bronze plates with 26 images and separated by ornamental rolls. The images depict the scenes from the New Testament and their parallels from the Old Testament. In addition to the scenic compositions, there are also the portraits of Peter Wickman, Bishop of Magdeburg, of Frederick Barbarossa, the Holy Roman Empire, and the patron of Wickman, and of Alexander, Bishop of Pluck in Poland, who probably ordered the gates. At the bottom of the left leaf, there are the portraits of metal casters, Rickfin and Jasfmut. In the center of the same row, a semi-oval ornament is replaced by the self-portrait of Abram, a Russian master who restored the gates, supposedly in the second quarter of the 15th century. Most place with images.